It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. With the NBA draft lottery quickly approaching, it's time to really dig in and assess what the Orlando Magic have on their roster currently. We're going to do plenty more player evaluations throughout the rest of the week as we wrap up our season recap and look ahead to the draft lottery. But today, it's about the roster decisions that are coming sooner than later. Let's dive in for a Monday edition of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed locked on magic. Today is May 9th, 2022. My name is Philip Rossreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at orlandomagicdaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, we're going to talk a little bit about the Magic's roster and its current makeup and why there are big decisions coming sooner than you might think for this Magic team and how that's going to really shape the offseason. We'll also kind of as we have that discussion, dive into some of the team needs that they have and obviously maybe recap a little bit of our mock draft Friday uh, from Friday night's episode of Locked on Magic. But before we do any of that, we want to thank you for making Locked on Magic part of your day every day, no matter when you listen to us, whether it's first thing in the morning, whether it's right when we upload, whether it's on your way home from work, at the gym, wherever. We truly appreciate you making Locked on Magic part of your day every day. Remember, there's a great Locked on podcast covering every single team in the NBA. Search for Locked on and the team you're looking for. Today's podcast is also brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Like I said, a little bit later on in the episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about team needs and, and what I'm seeing is, is kind of the target areas for uh, the Orlando Magic this offseason, whether it be the draft, whether it be free agency, whether it be trade. Um, but I think the first place to start with any conversation you have with the offseason is the roster you currently have. Um, I, I still get a lot of people who ask me, oh, you know, what do you think the Magic, should the Magic go after Donovan Mitchell? Should the Magic go after James Harden? Should the Magic go after Ben Simmons? And, you know, at this stage, it's not that I don't think those are good players and would significantly improve the Magic and, and raise their ceiling a little bit. Um, but at this stage, I, I don't think those are the right plays for, for Orlando. And, and part of it is... Um, Part of it is to, to acquire those players would, would expend a lot of capital. So it would, it would mean trading away first-round picks, trading away young players. And, and the question I always have is, okay, you acquire that guy. What do you have left? What else can you bring? Um, you know, yes, it'd be great to go sign James Harden to a $30 million contract, but then he's got to play with the group that you have now. And, and undoubtedly, he would make them better and would fill a huge need for this team. But is this team constructed to get the most out of James Harden? And is this team constructed... Um, in that way to, A, cover up his weaknesses, which maybe they are. They got some good defenders. Um, or is it good? Or is it fit, fitting within the timeline? You, you get a guy like James Harden. You get a guy like Donovan Mitchell. Your clock is ticking. You got to win now. 
And is this team ready to win now? I, I, I don't think they are. I think the Magic are right to do a slow, steady progression using this year's draft pick as, as, as hopefully a catalyst. We'll see where it lands, obviously, in the draft lottery. Um, as a catalyst to kind of push them forward and build a culture, especially that they want to 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 um, to, to 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 get that get into the conversation for those star players. Because again, you know, I think the reason why there's been a little bit of success between the Sixers and the way they've acquired James Harden is they have an already established culture. Joel Embiid's the king and king in that in that in that on that team. Um, and I think we've seen some of the struggles that other teams have had when they bring Harden in. They get assumed by him. He becomes a culture, and then he gets disinterested and, and moves on. Um, so I don't think the Magic are in the running for a, a big, splashy move this offseason. Um, but they are going to have to make some moves here pretty soon. And, and of course, you know, before you get into any of that, you have to understand what are your team goals for next season. Um, it, it's too early in the offseason, obviously, to put uh, any like firm, hard and fast goals or put hard and fast expectations on this group. We expect a young roster to get better. We expect a bunch of young players to improve, to generally get better. So we we do expect the team to take a step up. I've kind of said, there's been plenty of fans who say, you know, we're not too far away from the play-in tournament. Bring in the right rookie, bring in the right free agent, the right guy gets improves. It's possible. And I I agree with all that. I I don't think the play-in tournament is so far away, but it's still pretty far away. I would say the Magic's goal next year is obviously not to finish with one of the worst records in the league. They need to take a step they need to step out of that category of team. Um, and I think they need to at least win 30 games. They need, they need to be in the 30-win range, uh, above 30 wins next season. That would be my early expectations for the season. And so when you start from that place, when you start from the place of what is this team trying to accomplish and, and how do they get to that next level, then you start to look at the roster. Then you start to look at, okay, what do we have to get there? And you know, I think that when you look at this roster, there are very clear decisions that are going to be made. Not everyone's going to be played. My big criticism of, the, of last year's roster and the roster moving forward is that it's simply too young. There are too many young guys this team is trying to develop. There are too many young guys that need playing time in some capacity, even if it's a limited capacity. And there's not going to be enough time to get them the valuable playing time that they need. And there's going to be two players, especially, that are going to get squeezed out by the process. And it's probably going to be RJ Hampton and Chumo Kiki. We'll talk, I think we'll definitely talk a little bit more about Chumo Kiki on, on a future episode of Locked On Magic for sure. Um, as we continue our player evaluations, uh, I have his player evaluation up on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. When you look at the depth chart, um, things get pretty crowded pretty quickly. And this is even before getting to the offseason. The Magic currently have 11 players under contract or on non guaranteed Guaranteed deals. They have nine nine players under full contract. I, I hinted at this a little bit on Friday, but nine players currently under contract for next season. Markel Fultz, Cole Anthony at point guard, Jalen Suggs, RJ Hampton at shooting guard, Franz Wagner, Terrence Ross at, four, at small forward, Jonathan Isaac Chumokiki at power forward, and Wendell Carter at center. They also have Mo Wagner as a, a, a and Devin Kennedy on non-guaranteed deals. So you already and I, I suspect both will be brought back. So before we get to the draft, Orlando has 11 guys under their control. They have three draft picks coming up this season. The, obviously, the top six pick that will be determined by the lottery. Uh, and then the 32nd and the 35th pick in the second in the second round. Again, 32nd, 35th pick overall, you know, the, the second and fifth pick of the, of the second round. 
those are not picks to throw away. Uh, you know, again, maybe the Magic try to trade up, use that to trade up or, or combine them in some way. But to me, those are not picks to throw away. So as we sit here, there are potentially 14 roster spots filled. And there are 15 players on a roster plus two two-way players. The two-way players don't really count for this calculus. Then the Magic are going to have to go out and do free agency. Um, they are well under the cap. They have about, they have, by my calculations, around $30 million of cap room, give or take. Um, and that's going to be, they're going to have to use that somehow, whether it's re-signing Gary Harris, re-signing Mo Bamba, going out and acquiring new players. They're going to have to acquire, they're going to have to add some players, but they only have one roster spot to do it. Now, obviously we're anticipating a Terrence Ross trade at some point this offseason, probably on draft night. My suspicion is the Magic would like to maybe package Terrence Ross and those two second round picks to move up into the first round. I think that would be something that's advantageous to them. Um, they, they could commit that act. They could commit another guaranteed contract to a rookie, especially if it's a late first rounder. Um, I think that is the kind of consolidation trade the Magic should be looking for. Um, but obviously, they also have to take back a player in that in that process as well. So that only goes so far. The bottom line is this: you know, no matter who the Magic add, whether it's a forward in the draft, that's going to push someone out of the rotation. That's going to push maybe Chumo Kiki onto the periphery of the rotation. You add another guard somewhere. That pushes R.J. Hampton to the periphery of the rotation. There are simply too many young players on this roster, and 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 they need experience. They have to find a veteran. That's going to be such a key component of this offseason is finding another good veteran, a guy like Gary Harris, a guy like Terrence Ross, even a guy like Robin Lopez, who can just be a, a steady voice for this team and a guy who knows what he's doing and and can kind of buy in and give everyone the okay to buy in to what's going on. Or you know, again, maybe the Magic's culture is. Maybe the Magic's culture is is good enough to to uh, that they don't necessarily need that kind of a veteran, but they just need they just need a steady hand and someone who's going to be consistent with how young this team is. Like you look at all the young teams in the playoffs. You know, Cleveland in the play-in tournament had Ricky Rubio for a long time last season. Uh, you know, Memphis. You know, Memphis is pretty young. Memphis doesn't really have that that many veterans, but but you 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 see you see a lot of these young teams. They have veteran guys who help them climb that ladder or give them the guidance to climb that ladder. The, bottom, the, the the truth is this, and I said this last year, someone is going to get squeezed out of this rotation, barring injuries. And obviously the injuries are uh, a thing, and a thing the Magic have to be worried about, a thing the Magic have to be concerned about because it's cost them the last two seasons. Um, depth is not a bad thing. And the Magic don't necessarily have to make consolidation trades or crazy trades to improve their immediate product, their short-term product right now. But... If the Magic want to accomplish all the things they want to accomplish, if they want to see all the players they want to see, the roster's full. Like, that's that's just the truth of it. The roster is full. And figuring out what to do and what these decisions are is going to be tricky. We'll talk about some of those and then dive a little bit deeper into the Magic's needs this offseason coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all of the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's baseball playoffs, or basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, and this weekend's run to the Roses, or last weekend's run to the Roses. We'll be getting ready for the Preakness stakes here coming up shortly. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. We want to thank you for making Locked On Magic your first listen every day. Make sure to go check out the Locked On NBA Big Board. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA draft, mock draft, player rankings, and of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Get on it now. Make it part of your listening rotation to get you ready for the NBA draft. So obviously, it's it's early in the offseason. Um, you know, I I don't think we need to dive too deep into uh, training camp battles or 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 what the or what decisions you know necessarily the Magic are going to make or have to make. Um, there's still the draft that's gonna gonna make that picture a little bit clearer. There's still free agency that's gonna kind of fill in those those last gaps and last needs the Magic have. Um, there's a transaction period. There's going to be trades with this Magic team. There's just no getting around that. Uh, you know, I think Terrence Ross is almost certainly gone um, this offseason, and so the Magic are going to have the Magic are going to be active. The, the roster that I'm talking about right now is not necessarily the roster that's going to come in uh, in September or, or, or report to training camp in September. There, there, there's inevitably going to be changes, but the Magic do have to start making some decisions. Um, and, and really, this is just about team building in general. Um, you know, a big focus of mine, every mock draft that I've done, we're doing a, we're doing a quick mock draft among the locked on hosts right now. I'm doing a quick lottery. Um, you know, so, so you'll see, you'll see that segment coming up here very soon. Um, the, 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 the big thing that I keep coming back to is that the magic, just the magic lack that kind of centering star. Um, they lack the guy that their roster can really orbit around. Um, and, and a lot of players on this Magic roster just frankly don't make sense or are being asked to do more than they can do when they don't have that guy they're truly building around. Um, and again, that the promise of getting the number one pick is always finding that star player. The promise of getting any high pick is finding that star player. And often those players get kind of consumed by that ex- by the expectation that comes with the number of their pick rather than looking at them holistically as players. But the reality is you you lose a season, you tank a season, to be frank. Um, you give up that season. You hope to get a guy that you can truly build your roster around and truly uh, kind of take those steps forward. As, as I tell everyone, though, the draft is a complete crapshoot. My goal in the draft is always to get a usable player. Um, but obviously, the higher you are, the more talented the player, the little bit more of a risk you take maybe that this guy is going to become the star player. But when you look at this Magic roster, it's hard to really define it because – um, because it doesn't have that player. Um, look, we don't know what Markel Fultz is quite yet. I know a lot of fans are, are getting really, really excited about him and thinking that he'll be first overall pick Markel Fultz again. I, I am skeptical that he will be ever become that, but I'm very, very optimistic that he will become a very usable player, um, that he will become a very good player, especially for this team and how young it is, 
just managing the team, getting them into their sets, and kind of pushing the team forward. He's obviously a great finisher at the rim. He's great at getting the paint. He knows how to take up the space that teams give him because they don't respect his jump shot. He takes enough jumpers to keep teams honest. He's going to be fine, and I am eager to see how he improves this year. And a lot of the Magic's future, frankly, does depend on how Markel Fultz improves over the course of the offseason. Jalen Suggs, we obviously don't know a whole lot about yet either. He had a really bad rookie year as far as his shooting goes, um, but a great defender. But is he, you know, again, we were all excited about him when the Magic took him fifth last year um, because we thought he could be that driving force star. And, you know, look, I sat here and I still believe this about Jalen Suggs. Suggs is the most talented guard the Magic have drafted since Penny Hardaway. Um, it, is, it really has been that long. Uh, I'm still optimistic about him, but, you know, again, I've kind of moved him off of, I think this guy's a future star to, I think this guy's probably Marcus Smart, which isn't a bad thing. Marcus Smart's a very good player, a very key contributor on a championship contending team. You need guys like Marcus Smart, but those aren't the guys you build your roster around necessarily. Um, Franz Wagner, I think he's, I, I think Franz Wagner is probably the closest thing the Magic do have to a centering star, but and to some degree, I don't, I didn't see it this year. And I think that's part of his harm is that he is a team player. He's an ultimate team player. The Magic are really going to have, you know, the Magic really didn't get the opportunity or, or didn't try enough to kind of coax more out of him and say, hey, be more aggressive. Take control of these games. We're going to give you the ball late in games to finish things out. You know, if there was something valuable that was lost in the last 15 games, it was that the Magic weren't giving Franz Wagner those critical late game reps to see, hey, Maybe we do have a star in him. I, I think Franz Wagner can be an all-star, but Nikola Vucevic was an all-star too, But and Nikola Vucevic just isn't a guy necessarily that you build your team around, as the Chicago Bulls are quickly finding out, even with the other stars they have in their orbit as well. Um, Jonathan Isaac, I told some people over the weekend, um, you know, I think next year for Jonathan Isaac is going to be a recovery year, uh, but I, I think that, I, I honestly, I'm at the point where anything I get from Jonathan Isaac is a bonus. I am I'm not... This is, I'm, I'm, I'm planning to have him and have him be a contributor on my team, but I, I've kind of moved him off of he's a core player, a core piece of this franchise to we don't really know what he is. we got to see what he is before we make determinations. Um, it's nice if you have him. I, I'm honestly viewing anything I get from Jonathan Isaac as a bonus, especially next year, because I think the Magic are going to really slow play him again next season as well. Wendell Carter is a solid big but um, and a potential all-star too. Um, but, you know, we still have to see him take his next steps as well. So you look at this roster, and there are a lot of really good players. Um, that whole starting five, all solid players. All really good players that can find a home or find a role somewhere on a team. Um, you know, again, Franz Wagner, Marco Fultz, those are probably two really good second and third options. Jalen Suggs could be a good second or third option. That the Magic need that primary guy. They need that first guy, and when that happens then the whole roster is going to make sense. Then it's going to be clear, okay, we need to acquire players that make this guy better, um, that cover his weaknesses, that support his strengths. That's really what team building is about. It's about finding that guy to start with and, and, and growing out from there. And, and the Magic have done a really good job collecting talent. Like, I'm not here to disparage the players the Magic have because I like a lot of them. But it's about building a, a, a playoff contending team, obviously, a championship contending team, um, and you don't do that without, uh, you know, really without all these pieces kind of coming together and, and the right players kind of finding their orbit uh, around a guy, uh, around a single guy. So, you know, again, the Magic's draft pick is going to play a huge role in this. The Magic's draft is 
that's the central piece of this puzzle. It's going to be the guy that matters the most for this Orlando Magic team and the guy that it's going to be the biggest acquisition this offseason. I'm not expecting any star moves or any crazy trades. This draft, I don't mean to put pressure so much pressure on the draft, but this draft is the big move this offseason. And whether the Magic are able to move the needle and take a step forward is going to be on this draft. Obviously talked a lot about the Magic's need to find a star player or a star ring player. Um, we'll talk about some of the other needs the Magic have as we take an early look at the offseason roster coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word for our pals at Built Bar. Summer is coming. And if you live here in Orlando, you probably think it's already here. And with summer, you're going to need some food on the go to give you the energy you need to get through your day. The sun can be draining. I went out for a Mother's Day walk with my mom and my sister and her husband yesterday. And, you know, we went out for about an hour. We got back in and I was just dead tired. I needed a break from the world. What I really needed, though, was a Built Bar to re-energize and get myself going. Built Bars are covered in 1% real chocolate, so you get that real chocolate taste that you crave, but you don't get the chocolate candy bar calories that you normally would see. You get, instead, a infusion of protein. Built Bar comes in great flavors like banana cream pie and even churro when they're Puffs, Puffs brand, which is like these little marshmallow things. They're delicious. And they're only 140 calories. Built Bar makes sure there's something for everyone and they have great flavors across the whole spectrum and they taste exactly like what they say on the box. So you don't have to worry about that either. Go to Built.com to get all your favorites, banana cream pie, raspberry, double chocolate, and so many more. They're all delicious and new flavors are coming out all the time. Check them out at Built.com. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, and get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So we've talked about the big the big kind of philosophical need the magic have. The magic need a star player. <laughs> you know, again, it's 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 really that simple. And a star player, you can define it however you want. To me, it's kind of someone that other teams have to game plan for. It's someone other teams have to double and twist their defense for. It's someone you can get the ball to and can score. He beat set defense. Um, you know, again, this this is the biggest need the magic have. You go back and watch the 2019-2020 playoffs. Orlando simply couldn't beat the set defense. Um, they, they did a great job getting Nikola Vucevic free in the 2020 playoffs, but Milwaukee essentially told Evan Fournier, beat us, or Toronto told Aaron Gordon, beat us, or you know someone else, someone besides Nikola Vucevic, beat us. Um, that's essentially what the playoffs are. You watch the playoffs today, the, guy, you know, the reason why those stars stepped their games up so much is they know they have to beat the set defense. They know they have to beat the other team defensively uh, or on offense in order to free up everybody else or to, to get everyone else going and force adjustments that will make them better. It's kind of a symbiotic relationship. But 
Beyond that, the Magic obviously do have some needs that I think they need to fill. And, and, and the first, like I mentioned, was the, is the veteran. Um, I think the Magic do need to add a couple of veteran players in free agency, whether that's a one-year overpay or whether that's a long-term addition to someone who wants to buy in to the, to, to, to the system and what this team is doing. Um, I think that is the first place the Magic have to start, is they have to find some veteran help. Um, you know, again, to me, that could be re-signing Gary Harris. I, I would be very much in favor of re-signing Gary Harris. He's a guy that plays really good defense. He knows what this team is expecting. He's just solid all around. Great three-point shooter, which is obviously something the Magic need as well. They need some more shooting to help spread the floor, but that's going to be tough with all the young players they have. They want to get those young players in, so it's just about kind of supporting and, and, and making their lives as easy as possible, figuring out what ultimately their roles are going to be here on the team. The other need that I see for this Orlando Magic team is undoubtedly a backup center. Um, right now, I have Mo Wagner kind of slotted in as the third center, um, filling in sort of the Robin Lopez role uh, from last year. But whether the Magic re-sign Mo Bamba, whether the Magic add one somewhere else, um, the Magic needs some support for Wendell Carter. Um, you know, I think Wendell Carter still has a pretty extensive injury history that they need to be at least somewhat concerned about. Uh, I mentioned the other day the, in an episode last week that Wendell Carter played almost two-thirds of his minutes at power forward alongside another center. Um, so again, the Magic could end up drafting Chet Holmgren, and I would still say they need a backup center um, because I think Orlando Orlando has to work to make Wendell Carter's life easy too. And I do think there are some questions, questions that I think he can answer, but questions about whether Wendell Carter can play center full-time and whether that's his most effective position or the most, most effective way to use him. Um, Orlando had a lot of, had a decent amount of success, maybe not a lot of success, but a decent amount of success playing him alongside another big for most of the season. Um, and so I think that is, that is certainly something that, that the magic should consider doing again. And certainly a lineup that the magic need to be able to have some confidence in as well. You know, having another shooting big like Mo Bamba helped Wendell Carter out a ton, kept the paint clear when he posted up or worked out of the high post and also gave the magic another shooting threat to pull the center away from the basket, which I think is still something they they definitely want to do. So um, I, I would absolutely say the Magic need to sign a backup center. Um, maybe that is an addition to Mo Bamba. Maybe that is Mo Bamba. Um, but I do think they need to add some center depth. Um, and I do think they need to add probably a veteran wing, um, a guy who can play the two or the three um, out, of, out of the backcourt. Again, Gary Harris to me would be perfect. I, I would not mind bringing him back. But you know, again, it sounds like I'm saying bring everybody back. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think the Magic do need to add some new blood. We'll obviously see what happens in the Terrence Ross trade. It would not surprise me if the Magic do attach an RJ Hampton to a Terrence Ross trade. Or, or yeah, I don't think they're ready to start shopping Chuma Okiki. But um, again, those are the two young guys that I think are, are most squeezed out of the rotation at the moment. So, you know, obviously Orlando has a lot of needs. They got a long way to go. The biggest thing that's going to help this team improve, though, is internal improvement. Um, if guys aren't taking no steps forward, this this roster is going nowhere, um, to, to be perfectly honest. And it's going to be hard to trade up into doing more unless the Magic see some real improvement. You know, Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs, especially, um, you know, obviously Jonathan Isaac's return will help a ton. And then the draft pick is going to be the other way. This team really takes a significant step forward. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Search your tune in Himalaya, Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enable listening device. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore Odin. Of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. That's going to do it for us for now, but go make your next lesson locked on NBA from the first jump ball of the play in tournament to the last possession of the finals. 
Locked on experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. That's going to do it for me today, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this is Philip Rossman, right? We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 